This is Amy J, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 172 of Chasing Dreams. Guys, this is the last episode for the year. We usually take the last week of the year to be off, and that is intentional. That is for me. That is for you. Um, You know, it's the last week of the year. So reflect on 2018. Get ready for 2019. That's my hope. If nothing else, I'm giving you back about 30 minutes of your time. So we won't be on next week. We'll be back the first Wednesday of the new year with an awesome episode. We have one of my past guests coming back. Um, Don't want to say too much about that, but uh, she is doing amazing in her dream chase. So we're going to check in with her and you guys will love it. But before then, this episode is sponsored by our Patreon campaign supporters. Thanks to all of you for not just your monetary support, but for also believing in my mission to help inspire, empower, and equip people to chase their dreams. Your help makes it possible for me to continue that work. For more information on our Patreon campaign, and or if you'd like to donate a dollar a month to help keep the show going, you can learn more at amyj21.com slash Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thanks again. I like to take this last episode of the year to kind of reflect on the past year and kind of think about what's coming up for me and for you and, you know, life. And so 2018 was not a fun year, at least personally. It was it was a it was a rough year. Um, A lot of people, unfortunately, passed away. A lot of people we've lost. Um. Personally, I've lost my uncle and my aunt, different sides of the family, but lost two people uh, amongst others. Um, you know, Stanley passed away. People you know, Stanley, uh, Barbara Bush, George Bush, uh, President, former President George Bush just passed away recently. Um, Kate Spade, Anthony Bourdain, Aretha Franklin. You know, uh, it has not been uh, an easy year at all. Um, you know, on a lighter note. Still not a good thing. Uh, it looks like Apple's not coming back to the Touch ID, which I got to say, it's a small thing. I'm really bummed about. I only have one face. I have 10 fingers. Okay. So it's going to take them a while to figure out what my what finger is my Touch ID. But if I have Face ID on and somebody steals my phone, all they have to do is put in, you know, show the fa- phone in my face and they can unlock it. So I don't use Face ID. Can I get Touch ID back? Anybody listening has connections at Apple. Can I get Touch ID back? Or convince me the Face ID makes sense? Because it's not. I know. That's a a first world problem. I admit that. I know that. Um, But it was rough when I saw the new slate of phones and Touch ID was not on any of them. 
And for those Android users, I just saw an article of 22 malware-inflicted apps that can slow your phone down. So you guys got issues too, right? So point is, 2018 hasn't been the, the greatest, but it hasn't been all bad either. So amazing things happened in 2018 as well. You know, I came back to Baltimore and that's not, you know, that's not to say I hated my time in Philly. I love my time in Philly, but um, an opportunity came came my way that brought me back to Baltimore, which has been great. I've uh, been with my family, been my parents, my cousins, had a wonderful time. So that's been a plus. You know, I've found a work-life balance that works for me again. That was a huge plus uh, because I found that that was affecting my mental health. And so that was a plus. I got to go to India. I just came back from India, which is such a huge plus. I, I truly learned how to vacation. And we'll talk about that in a, in a bit. While I was there. So another plus, you know, and so there are other pluses. I've, I've had nieces get married. I've had cousins uh, get married. There were like eight weddings I went to. So, you know, all those new family and friends that have joined pluses, you know, so a lot of good stuff has happened. We hit 150 episodes this year. I mean, this is 172, which amazing. I need a new word from amazing and awesome, but really those those fit right now. We crossed 50,000 downloads. That's mind-boggling to me. The fact that 50,000, well, of the episodes, of all the episodes, all time, at least 50,000. I, I actually think we're at 51,000 episodes, but we crossed it. That's phenomenal for, for a little show that could and is, is, is going out there and doing our best to help inspire you guys. That's great. Okay, so 2018, while it had its rough spots, it had its bright spots. And so, you know, that is phenomenal and I'm excited about it. I'm stoked for it. And, you know, it's important that as we get to the end of something that you look back and you see what worked, what didn't work. How can you fix it so that in the next year, in the next phase of whatever it is, you can improve? So I took some time. While I was in India and, you know, I relaxed. I, I did. I don't think I truly understood how to vacation until I was in India. And that's saying something because I've been to India a number of times. I, I've traveled. I've had, vac I've had vacations, guys. I've gone to New York. I've gone to, well, okay. So my friends will argue that I don't know how to vacation. But, uh, you know, I like hanging with my family. It's always fun. But there's always something going on. So typically people will say, I'll say I'm going on vacation and like, what wedding is there? What, what baptism is there? All right. Touche. But, you know, this year, my sisters and I have gone on vacations. We've done sister trips. We've done sibling trips where um, my brother-in-law, Josh, comes along as well. We've done things together. We've done things where we've had outings, you know, so I've, I've, I've learned how. But, you know, India was another experience for me. I overestimated how much time I would have to myself. I intended to write. I intended to get a lot of work done for my brand and, and podcast and everything I had going on. I Because that's what vacation has been for me. It's, it's just a time away from the day job to get work I need done. And I admit, I know, I confess, that is a poor definition of vacation. Okay. I, I confess to that. I've learned my lesson. 
Because in India, I was so busy seeing the sights, visiting the Taj Mahal, checking out the sights of India that I didn't have time to write. I didn't have time to do anything but enjoy the moment. And in enjoying the moment, I found true peace. As crazy as that is, when I truly let go, when I truly did not focus on anything but the moment I was in, until I truly savored the time I was with, I had that the people I was with, I came back from vacation and everyone said, you look rested. I felt rested. The other thing is, I found clarity where I wasn't trying to find clarity. And I think it's just because I was the epitome, the high note. What people ask, what was the highlight um, aside from my family um, and hanging out with them? The highlight was, I think, the houseboat. And that's because it was me, no internet, really. So I wasn't checking email. I wasn't doing anything. It was just me, the boat, my family was around, and the water. And I just took it all in. I, t- I literally took it all in and just thought about how amazing it was to just be where I was. And, you know, the serenity and peace that it was and how I wish more people got a chance to experience that feeling, that feeling of oneness, that feeling of tranquility, of calm, you know, like there, it was such a Zen moment because of the water. It was people on other houseboats walking, um, I guess, driving the boats by, you know, it's just there were fish in the water. There was just us and there was nothing I could do there I could have slept that wasn't gonna do I just had time to think and reflect about what I wanted to do with my time on this earth what I wanted to do to help others and it just you know kind of things clicked into place for me and I I loved it right so one of the things I thought about was 2018 and the things that I was doing the things I've been trying to do you know, one thing I cannot, that cannot be said about me is it's the lack of effort. I am, I'm always trying to get what I need done to chase my dream. I'm always chasing. But at some point, you know, I realize I may not be chasing it the right way. And so that was what that time of reflection gave me is, hey, Amy, let's slow down. You're doing a lot of things. Let's do one thing. And, you know, um, not going to go into the details of all that, but, you know, that that clarity of it. And I talked about it earlier um, about one thing and truly understanding with Alex and how that changes things, you know, and understanding that and truly embracing it. And so, you know, I have some new things in the works that you'll hear about when it's ready and when it's time. And it's awesome. It's awesome to have that clarity, but I don't think I would have gotten that clarity if I didn't walk away as unintentional as it was, because I sure enough brought my stuff uh, with me on my trip to India. But, you know, the fates have collided for me to not be able to do it. You know, my my seat on the plane wasn't conducive to writing and, and, and getting things done. Um, I didn't have time 
in Delhi or Mumbai or Kerala to have five minutes to myself to write or do anything. So, you know, truly kind of letting go and not focusing on the details and having a chance to step back gave me the chance to kind of redirect things for myself and for 2019, which I'm grateful for. But as I was saying, it wouldn't be a reflection if there weren't lessons learned. And I want to share those lessons with you guys because they're important. They're important. And, you know, I am going to be taking these lessons into 2019. I hope you will as well. You know, apply it, adapt it as appropriate for yourself. And so the top five things I have learned from my time and reflection of looking back on 2018, number five, get help. That's it. Get help. You don't have to do it yourself. There are people out there who are ready and willing to help you. Okay. And whatever way that is for you, you know, embrace it. You know, in a number of regards, in working on projects, in how you're feeling, you know, if you're not feeling well, you get help. You go to the doctor. If mentally you're not feeling well, there's something wrong. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling um, depressed, if, if you think there's something off, get help. Seek help. This is important. Okay. If you're struggling to figure out what you want to do, what you need to do, get help. Find a coach. There are people out there. I will help you. Reach out to me, you know, reach out to, to anyone. I'm sure there are people you're following and talking to, following on social media who you're like, oh, they are doing some awesome things. Okay, reach out to them. But reach out correctly. You know, don't just hit them up with a demand, you know, develop a relationship, but get help. There are coaches out there who can help you. There are teachers out there who can help you. There are medical professionals out there who can help you if it's something with your health, you know, and there are people out there who will help you with your finances. There are people out there who will help you with um, designing things if that's what you want to do. The point is, you don't have to figure it out by yourself. Get help. And if it's things that are small, here is a secret. I don't do all the designs myself. I have a graphic designer. I outsource a lot of stuff that you guys see. You know, the magic is 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 from me, but with help. Okay, so that has been a game changer for me, getting help and having people assist me, people on the Amy J team. They are um, awesome. And so shout outs to you guys. If you're listening, you guys rock. You know who you are. Um, and I, I wouldn't be able to do the things I do if not for the help I have. Okay. Now, some of you are thinking, I don't have the money for that. You don't know if there is a cost in getting help. Some things are free. Some things are monetary and some things can be bartered. You don't know until you check, right? So what I'm saying is don't cut it off until you look into it. Don't cut off the possibilities until you look into it. I'm getting help to get my financial health correct. And one of the things that held me back was I didn't think I could ever afford it. Well, in embracing my fear of, of rejection or, or the inability to do it, I reached out and said, hey, 
I really would like to work with you. Is there anything we can do? And in that conversation, we figured out a payment plan for me to be able to kind of work with them to get it together, right? So there is always a way. It may not be the way you desire it. It may not be the way you foresaw it, but there's a way, okay? It might not be with the person you wanted, you know, but you got to do what you got to do. The lesson number five is get help. Don't cut off the possibility without looking into it first, okay? So that's number five. Number four is connected to number five. While there is a lot of help out there, right? Coaches, uh, schools, programs, courses. There are so many courses. You know, um, it's all well and good. But in the end, it still has to be you, okay? It still has to be your voice that gets heard. It still has to be your vision that's seen, right? So keep that in mind as you're working with a coach, as you're working with a course, as you're working with a team, Whatever it is, they are providing guidance for you, guidelines for you. But in the end, the vision, the result has to be you shining through. Okay, so don't get so caught up with whatever it is that you just become another formulaic cookie from the course or coach or what have you. Okay, the world needs you, not the formulaic version that that course or coach or, you know, service provides. So number four, it still has to be you that comes through. Number three. Ooh, number three is fun. Number three is my, so every year I have a motto, a a logo or motto or thing I live by for the year. That's important. Now, all my mottos have continued on with me after they've been for that year. So I have a few. So one was um, make moves. One was live without regret. One was take a chance. One was change your perspective. One was chase your dreams. This year's is just be you, which is very important and has been eye-opening for me and because I, I, I've thought about certain things that were me and then realized they're not and that they were actually someone else's vision of me. And, you know, I have to realize what is me. So, you know, that. Um, and so next year's 2019, drum roll, embrace your fears. The 2019 motto is embrace your fears. Now, that stems from a lot of things I've been doing in regards to mental health. In particular, in October, we did a fundraiser and raised over, uh, I think it was $1,500 or something. I really should find that number out. But um, we raised more than 1000 which was the, the, the big goal. And that was mind-blowing to me. And so, you know, again, grateful to all my friends and family for donating to that cause Part of that is the incentives. In reaching 750, I said I would climb a, a wall, a mountain wall. I have a fear of heights, so this is huge for me. Um, if you raised $1,000, I was going to go skydiving indoors. So we're going to do iFly. 
So both of these things are happening. The first one is happening, I believe, December 22nd. The second one is still TBD. I think it's going to be the 23rd, but it may be pushed to 2019, which I'm okay with given this um, motto. Um, But either way, I'm embracing my fear of heights. And it's not that I'm ignoring it, but I'm doing it anyway, in the words of Mel Robbins. I am taking that fear and we're going to we're going to face it and we're going to we're going to do what I need to do with it. And so, you know, fear is something in my reflection I found has held me back in a lot of avenues, has taken me down different paths I didn't necessarily want to go down. And it's one that, you know, people say live live fearlessly is the other way people put it. But I don't think. I'll ever get over my fear of heights. Um, so I'm going to embrace it and and work with it. And so I think in 2019, there are a few projects that I've been afraid about that I am going to face that fear and try it. And again, when, when it's ready in time, I will tell you more about it. But until then, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to face our fear, fears of rejection, fears of... Um, people's opinion, fears of heights, those little fears, right? It doesn't have to be huge fears that you have. It doesn't have to be stage fright. It might be, but it doesn't have to just be that. Ask yourself, is there a reason I'm not doing X? And if the word I'm afraid or I don't want someone's opinion, I'm afraid of someone's opinion of that. I'm afraid of the consequences. Yeah, although some consequences are you should listen to. But, you know, in general, don't let that fear hold you back from your greatness. Don't let that fear hold you back from what you want to do. People's opinions are so often used as a reason for why you don't do something. I didn't go down that profession because I didn't want what men think of me to to play a part in my life. You know, um, Oftentimes, people have to, are, aren't in certain positions because it's traditionally not there, right? So at one point in time, it wasn't traditional or common for there to be female pilots. Well, thank you to all the female pilots there are today for not letting the fear of society's standards stop them, right? Um, so... There, there's a lot of fears people kind of allow, even things you don't realize, the fear of what your parents think, the fear of what your family in another country may think. And, you know, I'm not saying that as that's not a Freudian slip or anything, you know, but I think we often let the thoughts and opinions of others influence us as to what we do or do not do, you know, or fear of success may also be something that holds you back. That's silly, Amy. Why would I be afraid of being successful at something because of what follows afterwards? Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. So the 2019 motto for myself is embrace your fears. You are welcome to it. Use that as your motto. Embrace it as well. And let me know. Let me know. Hashtag embrace your fears. And Let's see what we can do in 2019 when we embrace them instead of letting it control us. Okay? 
So that's that was number three. Number two, mental health. Yeah, mental health. I've said it before. It's an important topic. Um, you don't realize how much something can affect you until you take it out, right? So out of sight, out of mind. Signing off of Twitter, signing off of certain social media platforms um, while I was in India was very, very, um, what's the word? Peaceful. Like certain, certain platforms, certain things can be very negative. And when you have negative influences in your life, they can begin to influence you. I recently had a realization that a acquaintance's opinions and verbiage, which was negative of others, you know, not me, they were fine with me, but their negative commentary was common and consistent that it, I, I began to feel it affecting me. And you may think, Emma, how's that, how's that a thing? If you surround yourself by negativity, don't be fooled into thinking that won't affect you. It will. It absolutely will. That is why I think it is so important. That's why we, I post the motivational quotes. That's why I, you know, think about what blessings I have each day. That's why we have the gratitude list. That's why we do that kind of thing is because that gives us a positive frame of mind. That puts us in a positive state. And so if you're surrounded by negativity, that's all you hear. That's all you're exposed to. Yeah, that's not going to be a good thing for you. And you may not see it. It's not going to be an overt thing, but you're going to start seeing yourself to criticize things that previously you had more patience for. You're going to see yourself getting frustrated by things that previously weren't a big deal. And it's a thing. It's a thing. It can affect not just yourself, but your relationships with your coworkers, with your family, with your friends, with your audience, right? These things can affect you. So as a result, you know, I took myself out of those circumstances. Limit your exposure to those things. So I was a fan of the TV show Supergirl, right? I was a huge fan. Um, and in the season three finale, they got rid of a character, uh, Monel from Supergirl, Chris Wood. But the handling of that was so devastating to me because, you know, if I, if I enjoy a show, I really enjoy a show, just like people who enjoy Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, um, Grey's Anatomy, uh, The Hundred, you know, all those shows, Flash, Arrow, et cetera, et cetera, um, soap operas, that kind of a thing, get invested, you know, and I, you know, I don't always go on, but I saw some some commentary on this and on other things on social media. Um, and it was so negative. People were being so mean to one another about the character, about the actor. And, you know, I was just like, you know what? I'm not enjoying this anymore. I'm just going to stop watching. So I stopped watching Supergirl. Um, and that's, you know, I, it's still going on. It's still, people are enjoying it, but I don't feel a need to kind of put myself through watching something I don't enjoy. And there are people out there, and I don't understand it. There are people out there who will watch something 
even though they don't like it, for the simple sake of criticizing it. I got to tell you, that sucks. That is not cool. Like, if you don't enjoy something, the best thing you can do, not watch it. Like, I'm not going to watch, keep watching Supergirl when I am not enjoying it anymore. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would I use my time, my limited time, to do that? And so I took myself out of that scenario of watching something I wasn't enjoying or interacting with fans who weren't being necessarily positive out of my life. And things are good. Things are good. So if you're around people who are miserable or put themselves in a position where they continue to be miserable and they have a chance and an opportunity to not, you know, think, think about why you're around that. Because you can simply take yourself out. Okay. If you're not enjoying something, if something is not living up to the expectation you had, there is no need for you to criticize it unless, unless it's your thing. Um, you can simply walk away. You can give your opinion in a constructive manner. But um, and it's not easy, especially in the heat of the moment, especially that that finale. I, I'm sure I tweeted something that was like, what were you thinking, writers? You guys set this up all this time in two years and then you just kind of poo pooed it and, and let it drift away. And it did make sense. And I think I wrote an article about it. But, you know, in that heat of the moment, I did all that. Um, I think I was respectful, mostly, hopefully. Um, but, you know, in order to not continue to hurt myself, I took myself out. And you all should do that. That's something important for kids. That's something important for adults. Because a lot of times you'll find cyberbullying that's happening is because of people. Okay, so it's an interesting observation I've had. People who like something that is not common feel that in order to enjoy it, they must criticize and negate other people's enjoyment of something different. Rather than focusing on what they enjoy, they have to reach out and criticize something else related. And so that's kind of often how cyberbullying is. And it's sad. And so, you know, parents, talk to your kids. If they don't like something, then don't focus on that. Stay in there. Stay with what you're enjoying. I don't want to say stay in your lane, but, you know, stay in that environment of positivity and focus on the thing you enjoy rather than what you don't enjoy, right? Because that's entertainment. Focus on what you're enjoying, not what you don't enjoy. And, you know, I could say that about a lot of things, and we're not going to have those discussions on here. But, you know, that's, I think, something I'm taking to heart is for my mental health, and I'd recommend it for yours, if there is something that's not working, if there is something that's not helping you be positive, Walk away. Okay. Yeah. Just walk away. That's not, it's not an environment or condition you want to put upon yourself at all, ever. Because I'm telling you now, you, it is arrogant of you to think that you will not be affected. Because let me tell you, you will. It may not be overt, but it will affect you. And so, you know, mental health, I think, is something that's important because not only was that helpful, but me taking that time in India for myself, gave me a new new vision, so to speak. You know, really cleared it up for me and helped me find a balance within myself and the growing stress I was feeling 
that I didn't realize I was probably feeling. And so, you know, just as Anthony Hayes was saying last week, your mental health affects your physical health and your physical health affects your mental health. Yeah, it's it all ties together. And so taking care of you, taking care of yourself is so important. Okay, you have enough things that will stress you out. Work, school, relationships, family. Don't let other things add on to that. There are healthy ways to to handle those things. You know, find out how that is. Okay, get help. See number five's lesson. Get help. Right there, there are places and resources available. Mental Health America is one. Um, you know, we we listed a few in um, the last week's episode, uh, which you should check out if you haven't. But you know, get help because that's it's so important. And we're going to do and talk more about mental health in 2019. It's a topic that's not going away because we should talk about it, and you shouldn't be afraid to talk about it. All right. So that's that's number two. That's also because it's so important. Um, number one. Oh, maybe I I did. I think I did number three and number one the same. Oh no, number one is. You are what's important. <laughs> I had notes. You are what's important. This year's theme, just you, just be you. That's 2018's theme. Just be you. I've realized how important that is. Okay, in a world where there are millions and billions and trillions of people, each and every one of you who is listening to this, each and every person you interact with, is important. Is unique, distinct and important. Okay. I can say that I'm a twin and I know that I am just as important as my sister is. I am just as unique and different as she is. Every one of us is important and every one of us has a story to tell. It may be different for no one story is more important than another story. Okay. Let's be clear about that. No one person is more important than another person. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what your status is. You know, it doesn't matter. You are just as important as another person. And that is something key. Okay. So as you go through life, as you go through things, remember your story, you are important because your light that you shine is like sunlight hitting, shooting out to all that it can see. You are affecting all those people. You are the sun and you're sunbeams and sun rays and the land that it touches that is everyone you're affecting with your story okay and it will have a ripple effect it will affect people who aren't even here it will affect people who aren't in this continent it will affect people who you won't even realize it affects that's why it's a, it's so important that you live your story truly and honestly and you just be you don't be the person that your parents think you are. That's, that's an important input. That is an important conversation. But in the end, though, that is guidance. That is guidance for you because in the end, it's you living your life. At the end of the day, it is your life. You are the one that will close your eyes. You are the one that wakes up in the morning. You are the one that has to live with yourself. So be true to that. I'm not, I'm not saying ignore your parents, okay? So please don't take that and run with it. You know, your parents, your siblings, your aunts, uncles, family, friends, teachers, mentors, 
you know, all of them have thoughts about who you are. But those are just guidance. Those are just opinions. In the end, who you are is who you say you are. Okay? They will, those people will shine and let you know things that they think are great characteristics of you. You are a great orator. You are a great doctor. You are a great healer. You know, they have thoughts of who you should be. But you have to figure that out. You have to figure out who you are. Right? I changed my major in college like five times or something like that. And then I became a lawyer. And now I'm podcasting. I'm doing something different. It, that's what life is. Life is figuring out who you are and owning it. That's the journey. That's why this podcast is called Chasing Dreams and not Dream, right? It's the journey, not the destination. That's important. We may never reach the destination. That's a reality. We may never get there. But on the w- way there, that's when we need to make the most of it, okay? So, um, wow, this is actually a longer episode than I normally do for my last. So, guys, take next week, take this next week, these last days of 2018, reflect upon it, think about it, and get ready for 2019. Get ready to conquer 2019 and make it yours. Make it your own, okay? And you can do that. Let's recap. So I want you to get help, you know, however, whatever form that is, get help. Remember, though, that the help you get are guidelines. They are guidance for you. In the end, you have to shine through. I want you to embrace your fears, take care of your mental health, and just be you because you are important. It is your story that I want to hear. All right. So, guys, if I don't talk to you before then on social media or some other platform, have an amazing holiday, hugs virtually, and have a blessed and happy new year. All right. You guys can find all the show notes for this episode over on the show notes page at amyj21.com slash episode 172. That's episode 172. Till next time, guys, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's aimeej one Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.